you know, when you're the leader, man, it's great when you have that pressure on you of other people depending on you. Um, it's also great, man, when you having to, it puts a pressure on you to know that, hey, God, I'm dependent on you to be able to walk this line. Like, I won't be able to do this assignment without you. And for me, I'm so much better when I'm in that position. Um, I, all my life, man, I've always had this kind of underdog type mentality. A lot of times because I was the underdog, right? I, ain't gonna, I won't say every time because that's, that's not true. But there have been many occasions where I've been the underdog in the situation. And there's something about being in that, it gets the best out of me. Life gets the best out of me. It gets the best response. You get the best Harry. You get the best everything. It, it, it causes me to focus in a way. It causes a hunger in me, man, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm going to be honest with you. I like it and I embrace it because it, focus, it focuses me in a way. And I'll be honest, I need that. In certain areas of my life, I absolutely need that. Um, you talked about, you know, family. And I, it's, I want people to know that everybody can't, everybody's not going to go with you. Everybody can't go. So I don't want you to be so down, even if it's your family. It's how you deal with it. It's your perception of it, right? When you go in knowing everybody can't go with me, um, when that happens, it won't be such um, a heavy load just coming crashing down on you because it's be like, it'll be like out of all the people in the world that I want to support me and people rocking for me, it's definitely my family, right? Yeah. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. And you have to learn how to, you have to learn how to keep that in uh, context. You have to learn how to uh, um, keep your hands on top of it. Because if you allow it to, it's going to cause you to be ineffective, right? Because your heart will be into it. We love our family. We care about them. But you got to think about this. When Abra when God called Abram, his name wasn't even Abraham. But when God called Abram, hey, get up out your family's house. Get out your father's. He had to respond, right? And can you just imagine Abraham is in his 70s doing the thing he's been doing this whole life. And then God comes and says, hey, yo. I got some new marching orders, man. Um, there's some things I'm gonna do. I'm gonna there's some things I'm gonna do through you. Abraham, that was a bold step for him to leave his family. And we know the we know the rest of it. Abraham ends up becoming the father of faith. Can you imagine that? What if he would, would have reneged? What if he would have ignored God? He would have obviously God would have raised somebody else up to do it, but Abraham would have missed out on a tremendous opportunity to be known as the father of faith. Really? But he had to not, he had to deny his family. He had to deny his family. And that wasn't the first time he had to deny his family. I won't go off into it. I won't turn into a Bible study, but there were other times where family situation came. He had to turn his back on his family and it was hard. It's hard, but I'm thankful that God gives us examples that we can live by and we can, we can hold on to when we need to, um, when we can, um, when we need strength, you know, the first murder in the Bible, it was brother against brother. This, this dude, he killed his brother, man. Can you, I want to think about that. He could have had the same opportunity that his brother had, but because he didn't want to put in the work. And when his brother was, 
when his brother got blessed, he got jealous of that and his brother, and he killed him. So when I talk about family, you have to know when, how, and where, how to keep that. And sometimes you have to get in the face of God and God, man, you got to show me how to deal with this because those can be um, obstacles that keep us from going into our, um, our promise, going into our purpose. So I'm glad you said that. Um, and hear me, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not advocating you turn your back on your family and not talk to your family. I'm not saying that, but you have to, you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. Right. Um, I had some friends that are just like family who told me not to do this. Obviously I didn't listen. Um, we are still friends. Right. Um, but I had to share with them um, what this was. Now, whether they understood it or not, that's on them. When God, listen, when God speaks or when God shows you, you have an obligation to respond. If you don't, God's going, it's going to get done. He's just going to do it through somebody else. And um, I know what we've been doing over these going on now three years has made impact in the lives of people. I know it has. I know for sure it has. We see the fruit of it. So if I if I don't if I don't respond, those people, we don't make the impact is not made. And that's what it's about. Everything that we're about, God has other people in mind. So like when you go through trauma, when I say coming up for air, purpose, the reason why you got to come up for air, you got to come up for air so you can go tell somebody else that they can come up from air. I promise you, you're going to run into other young men who, who are going to go through divorce. And it's going to be devastating to them. But you're going to get to be the poster child of what it looks like when you submit to God or when you change your life. You do these things to allow what happened don't be your story. Like what happened to me, that's not who I am. I, yeah, it happened. I went through it. But I. this is the key. I went through it. I went through it. I went through it. I went to the other side. So now I qualify to go help get somebody else. I qualify to go help pull somebody else out. I qualify now to go encourage and be that for somebody else. That's what it's about, right? Now, it's amazing. Think about this. And we're just talking about life things. And sometimes it's hard to grasp. But think about this. <laughs> you know, in sports, what are some of the most popular things that are out there when you're talking about youth sports? AAU, 707, all these different leagues. At the end of the day, what do they boil down to? These are men. Well, not all of them. <laughs> I won't get into that. But a lot of them have had success on the high school level, collegiate level, some of them on the professional level. So what do they do is they take their knowledge, they come back, and they help young men who are striving to go to the place that they've been, right? That's all it is. What they do is no different than what I'm doing with you. It's no different. It's how you see it. And then the other part is what you put value on, right? We understand why value is put on it because one day we believe we're going to be able to, to, to um, consume and be able to um, possess the bag. So it's so much motivation. But there are bags that you can possess by just getting yourself together, right? I can be my best me. Like there are going to be so many business opportunities that you're going to get, Isaiah, 
because you was able to overcome this storm. Like this is an ugly storm that's coming to your life, but you didn't allow the storm to define you. No, you redefine the storm. You learn from the storm. God's going to, he's going to build character in you. He's going to build integrity. He's going to build morals in you. That's going to take you places. So when the door opens, you'll be able to stay there. See, that's a different level of living. That's a different level of being. And now you have the sauce <laughs> to give to somebody else. Let me tell people something. The people in the world that you look up to, the people in the world that you expire, who you say get into the bag, when you really look at them and you break down what they do, they get to the bag because they're problem solvers. Bill Gates been getting to the bag for years because he, he solved the problem with computers. Apple getting to the bag because they figured out we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come up with a product that's so business savvy, but that's so consumer savvy that people have to have it. <laughs> they solve a problem. I can I can continue to go on. I can continue to go on. Walmart's gonna be around until somebody come bumps them off with a different idea. You can basically go to Walmart, go get some milk, go get some deodorant. And go get your go get your all changed all at the same time. <laughs> so instead of me having to go to the three different places, Walmart says, "Come here and get it all done and go home." We're gonna solve a problem. So what I'm telling you is, do it. You you look at it like, okay, okay, God, I got you. This is how I'm gonna be able to solve problems. I saw you solving a problem the other day. I don't. When I walked in that room, I saw that environment. I'm like, mm, problem solved. Problem solved. When I walked in that room, I won't share on here what that is. That's for some people to learn at another time. When I walked in that room, this is what I see. Problem solver, commander in chief, right? They say when we get us together, we don't know how to act. We rowdy. They say we ignorant. I walked in that room. I didn't see any of that. I saw respect. I saw respect. I saw honor. That's coming from you. Somebody been through what you went through. But the enemy works overtime to get us to see a different perspective. And he wants us constantly fighting one current after another one. One current. One current. That current came, took you down. You fight for air. That current came out. You're going to come up. You're going to get air. You're going to get out of this situation. Right? And now you're going to come back and you're going to come back and bring value to people, families, communities. Um, I know I'm hogging, the, I'm hogging the whole interview. Let me let you talk, Isaiah, man. Um, I'm excited to be on with you because um, I see some of the partnerships, some of the things that we're thinking about doing, how you and other young men like yourself can be a part and really uh, bring value to families and communities. So, um, I want to talk now a little bit about when we're talking about coming up for air. One of the ways you can come up for air, you have to get um, immersed in your passion or things that you're passionate about. And I want you to talk about some of the things that you're passionate about, Isaiah. Um, like what I'm doing now, I'm very passionate about this. I can 
you can wake me up at two o'clock in the morning. I can jump on and do this like it ain't nothing. I don't need a script. I don't need notes. You you put it on. You 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 put me on, and um, it's go time. You know what I mean? Um, that's it's just it is what it is. So um, talk to me about you know some of the things that you're passionate about in life. Right now, my main priority is the students, the youth, um, trying to make sure they don't go down the wrong path, try to basically try to be that role model um, that they don't have or that right. they don't really see, right. um, especially with like, with my job being, but um, by the students seeing me more or by them being with me more of the day than they are with their own parents, like, it's only so much that I could say or do or that they can grasp from outside um see me five days five days out of the week so my main passion is yeah mainly the kids um not only that building respect with uh, within them um showing them kind of what faith looks like um yeah yeah so i'm we do affirmations a lot um a lot of the, some of the kids they say they pray at home so we practice praying sometimes in the gym um just trying to be trying to be that perfect role model um another thing i'm passionate about um i just rejoined the church i just joined the new, uh, new church out here um i'm doing a lot of volunteering um doing my whatever it is that you guys need me to do wherever i can serve at put me there um i love it that's, yeah that's all i'm all about all i'm about right now i cut yeah. out all the partying all the foolishness um yeah. Now you're passionate about it. You you said um right now you're just like, man, whatever I can whatever my hands find to do, I'm gonna do it. Yes, sir. Here in this new uh season with the new ministry in. So I'm excited for you for that. Um I know what that's like, man. That's um that's a whole nother podcast in itself. You said something that's so critical um uh, with the with the kids you have influence um with and over. Um, I think it's something so critical. Like I'm a big sports. Oh my God. My family, myself, we love sports. I played sports, man. High school. I played sports on the collegiate level. We just sports, man. My kids, um, my my family, my friends, we sports, 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 sports. You said something that was so critical. You said when we're in the gym, y'all not just in there playing sports you're tying the faith element to it. So because you're getting them at the age you're getting them, you're teaching them that even though you're doing, you're having all this fun and you know, as they get older, they'll find out what sport it is that they like, but because you're laying a foundation that not only are you playing sports, but your faith goes with it. And as long as you, as long as you can keep your faith with your sport, or I don't care if it's, if you're sports and band sports and dance, Sports and the Lincoln Douglas debate, sports and I mean faith with whatever you do, you can't help be but you can't help but be successful. And I think that's an important component to be um to be in with all of the other things that you're teaching them. Um man, found building foundations in our lives are so important. And you know, it could be a good foundation or it could be a bad foundation, right? And the more great building blocks we can put in place, the better the human being, right? 
um, the better the human being, the better the family, better the family, better the community, better the community, better the church, better the family, better the community, better the church, better the world. It's an individual thing. It's it's a it's a it's a one on one. It's 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 an individual thing. If we can build better, better men, better better people, and we have to have a. That's how I'm gonna tackle it one person at a time, right? And um, the fact that you're just really passionate about that, I love it. So I, I'm a kind of I'm a I digress from that, but I want to I want to pull some in that you and I. And another good friend of ours was talking about, but I think it's good to go here. Remember, remember we talked about consist- consistency is the only cheat code. <laughs> you remember we talked about that. Um, there are a lot of cheat codes and it, they say hey, this cheat code and certain games that give you cheat codes. But man, um, you and I both know, man, there's a sweat equity called consistency. When you can be consistent, you can find success. You can find success. And that's one of the things I want to encourage my listeners, subscribers, man, whatever you do in life, be consistent at it. Let that, that consistency is the only cheat code. One of the things about this podcast, man, people, they can say whatever they want to say. It's sorry. They don't like it. And, you know, he talked too much. Oh, he got this. And they can say all that. That don't bother me. But right in the middle of all of that, they better talk about how consistent we are. We giving it to you. Rain, sleet, or snow. And matter of fact, the only time um, I have not been able to do a podcast is when I had a health challenge. That's the only time. Other than that, we've been journey on the spot. In other words, I know it's a, being something consistent. And this is not the easiest thing to do, meaning with all the other things I have going on in life. Um, I don't always feel like doing this, but it's not about my feelings. I understand. I took a, I took an oath. I took a responsibility. And I said, I'm going to be consistent with it. And because we've been consistent with it, it's yielded some things for us and it's yielding some things for us. Um, another way of saying consistency is the only cheat code. We got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Don't let somebody else's main thing become your main thing. A lot of times we're needing to come up for air is because we have adopted and took on somebody else's vision, somebody else's passion. And that's so easy to do in this, in this time, man, with social media and the stuff we see on TV, you know, um, you know, I'm always talking with these guys, man. It's like, man, bro, why, why don't you go buy this type of vehicle? Like I don't buy it. Cause I don't want that type of vehicle. I'm good with what I drive. I don't need that to, um, to give me a certain status. I don't need that um, to say I've arrived. I like what I like, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? I do what I do in life. Now, there are people doing things in life or there are people that have things that I like. And man, I cheer for them like, man, man, that's a blessing, man. Congratulations. Um, It's inspiring, man. What you're doing is inspiring me. But um, no way. Do I put down what I'm doing to pick up what somebody else is doing? And I think for a generation, that's so important. You got to know you and you got to know what it is you call to do. And many times we're needing to come up from air, come up for air because we have simply have become copycats. We just cheap knockoffs instead of being the original of what God um, originally had intended for us. 
And so I want to say that, man, be um, your authentic self. Be, um, be happy with who you are. Be happy with what, um, what keys you've been given and um, go unlock those doors. You know, if other people are unlocking other doors, man, celebrate them. Tell them, man, they're doing a great job. Let them inspire you to do the thing that you do, right? Um, talk about the temptations, man, to, 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 to pick up what somebody else is doing and just, you know, hey, I'm going to just rock with that, you know? Um, like, I don't follow a lot of it, but I do listen every once in a while so I can keep my hand to the pulse. I mean, really, when you just talk about music, everybody sounds just alike. Yeah. They pretty much look alike. Um, my generation, man, we birthed, we birthed hip-hop. We birthed rap. There were so many different styles. When a, when a song came on the radio, you was like, yo. When this movement hit, like, yo. I remember, man, when Pumas was fly. I was a breakdancer. I know I'm dating myself now. Pumas was fly, man. You When you breakdance, you needed some Pumas on. Then I remember when Run DMC came through with my Adidas. We were all trying to wear Adidas. Adidas warm-ups. Then the white K-Sits, the original, came on the scene. Had us gone. Like, people don't even realize, man, Nike, like the movie getting ready to come out, whatever, and this is no promotion for the movie. But nobody wore no Nikes, man, until Mike put his feet in them. Man, we didn't wear those, man. We were rocking Adidas, Puma, New Balance. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox. My point is, man, we was like, we were like, hey, I'm going to just be me, right? Yeah. I'm going to just be me, man. And so, you know, to definitely to a generation, man, just be your unique self. And what's carved out for you is going to be for you, man. I'll talk about keeping the main thing the main thing. Talk a little bit about that. Because yeah, it's so like, easy. It's so easy to get off track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like for me, I was trying to start the whole mentoring thing. I would go go and look up, see what other people are doing or how they're doing the other stuff. And I would try to basically, I guess, downgrade myself. Like, yeah. Not I know this probably ain't gonna work for me. Um, I know this probably won't happen for me. So let me just do it this way. Or if I see if I see somebody else that did it this way, you know, let me just try to talk to them. Maybe I can just go ahead and I guess just float my way in there with them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I learned I had to basically start with myself. Like, what is it that you want to do? You have to be different. Like, it's something that. It's something that somebody's going to catch that everybody else is doing, but you're not doing. So what is it that you're doing that everybody else isn't doing, you know? Right. So. I, yeah. I would say this too. Sometimes it's not even different. There are, say there's a million people doing this one thing, but because you're supposed to be doing it, you carve out a lane that's specific for you. Right. Mm -hmm. so like, so now, like now podcasting, this is so everybody's podcast. I mean, Everybody has a podcast. And so that was one of the things I wrestled with. I'm like, why would I go and do, you know? But this is the key. Before I ever did a podcast, for seven years, I was behind the scene helping people build podcasts. 
when I saw this format, I knew it was about to take over. Now, did I think I would have one on my own? I never even envisioned it, didn't see it, didn't even have a desire to do it. I was cool in that role that I was playing. But when the appointed time came, I knew it was time for me to jump on and be in this. Now, all the people, and there's some people that I rock with, that I follow, I love their podcast, right? But in no way, no shape, no form, that it, does it denounce or does it make me take a seat, a back seat to what I do? I'm focused on what I do because I know this is where I should be. And because I'm focused and because I know this is my dare place, something's been carved out for me. So even if it's a lot of people doing it, make sure you do it how you should be doing it, right? And pro- trust me, God, if it's meant for your stuff to be, if it's meant for your your stuff to go to the world, God will make sure. So many people's like, man, I want to have 3 million followers. But man, you're not faithful with the 10 people you have now. So what, why give you 3 million? Like it's yeah. principles in this stuff, right? It's like, it's why do you want to do it? Do you want the popularity or do you really want to be on to make a difference? Right? I'm not food. Now, I would be lying if I said I didn't want people to tune in and listen to the channel. I definitely want people to tune in and listen to the channel. But um, not at not at the rate that you know I'm trying to do this or or put it in this place and have all these different. That's not it. My our thing over here is like, man, it's gonna hit, it's gonna target where it needs to target. And whatever growth it should have, God, you're going to show that to me or I'm trusting it's going to have a supernatural. Like I have a peace, man. When we get off this podcast, it is what it is. And I think that's the thing that you be you should be able to rest in the thing that you um, that you're going to do. Now, obviously, there's going to come a time where I have to change directions. When it's time for me to change direction, I'll change the direction. But until then, hey, I'm going to be faithful to this right here. So, yeah, man, that's good. That's good, man. Well, we have a, a little time left. Um, I kind of want to, I was thinking about how I would say this. Um, yeah, like I said, there's so many things people are are coming up or needing to come up, um, come up for air for. Um one of the things that just in our area, in our city and surrounding areas, man, there is so much, there's so many of us dying from just uh, gun violence, man. Um, the number of shootings, the number of deaths that are happening in our communities, in our city, man, and surrounding areas is just, it is, I don't even have a word for it. And to know that families, parents are almost doing more preparation for funerals than for college or for getting them ready for the next season of school is heartbreaking. And it's something that presses against me. And it's something that um, I want to do. I want to partner with other people to see how we can make it better. Um, You're out there, man. You know, you see it. I'm out there. I see it. But you have a different lens than I do. Um, what's one thing you think or one place where we can start um, 
to possibly make change in that area because all of us need to come up for air in that area, right? Um, if you if you had any suggestions or if you wanted to make a suggestion, what would that suggestion be to to see us be better in that area? Starting basically starting within uh, the school system. Okay. Um, I believe that would be my biggest biggest start. Um, basically letting letting the kids know that basically it's stuff on social media that they see most of it is not real. Um, people want to live these hard lives or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's one thing. And based, I don't know. I guess our community. We need to do better. We need to do better within the community. There's not a lot of community outreach. I guess they would say like how it was back then, like when I was younger, right? Uh, especially within the church. Yeah. Um, like a lot of stuff I used to see, like growing up, they don't do it in the church anymore. There's no children being involved. There's no going home to check on people. Um, you need to change basically everywhere. Yeah. But like it should start within the school systems. Got you. I got it. I got a message received. Um I definitely agree with you. That's that's one of the ways we can do it. And what I really hear you saying is uh, it's accountability, having mm-hmm. accountability. Um now I'll be honest, um, there are some things that we could do in the school system but i wouldn't i wouldn't dare put the whole responsibility on the school because it's not the responsibility of the school right but there are some things that we could do better i believe in the school in the schools to help um, alleviate some of that pressure um but we know we definitely got to start in our homes and in our communities um it may not be related to the last question that i asked you like what some of the things we could do to make that better because that's just going to be an ongoing um, topic that we need to talk about. And depending on your makeup and what your passion is, it may look different for different people. So I don't want you to, I want the, the viewers to think it's just set in stone. It's just one way to do it. It's not. We can attack it from multiple angles to get the results yeah. that we want. It, we just need participants. who are going to be passionate about putting in the work to get it done. Because that's what I hear you say when you say, I want to see different things in the school. I get it. Um, I, I said that whenever I had the chance, when I'm talking to your generation, I would always either end it or ask this question so that we could have checks and balances with my generation, and your generation. If it was one thing or a couple of things that you would tell my generation that you'd like to see from us that could help your generation, what would some of those things be? Your open, honest you know, you can't hurt my feelings. I'm not going to take it in the wrong way. I just want your open, honest um, answer. And uh, we need to work on it, you know. Um, one thing that I always say that I wish older, like the older generation would at least do is with us younger generation is at least hear us out in a way. Um, it'll be a lot of times where where it's, it's, it feels as if like we don't have a voice or the things that that the older generation did growing up, right? Like, that it was unacceptable for them. 
So it's like, hey, you might as well not do it or just respect me or I'm trying to tell you I know what you should do. I live this life or whatever. Got it. But um, yeah, I wish they could just hear us out for a chance. Mm, I got you. Is that it? Is that one or is there anything else? Mm. There's a, I feel as if, I don't know. Um, I wish parents can go more into actually want to have a conversation. I'm not going to say that parents don't have conversations with us a lot, but it, it, like not scared to have like those deep and open conversations like, hey, like what's going on in the inside? Like I want to know good and bad, no judgment here, no just yeah. let's talk it. Yeah. That's one. That's another. Willing, what you're saying, willing to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Willing to be vulnerable, even if it means it's going to expose an area in my life that I might not want to expose or might not want to share, or maybe an area where I've had trauma. But yeah. you need to see, I get you. I hear you. Get down to the root of how get it to the started. root of the problem, how it started. Yeah, I hope my viewers, I hope you're listening. Um, I am asking this question for myself. Um, but hopefully, if you have loved ones, kids, nieces, nephews, friends, your husband, your wife, whoever you are, I think all of these um, things that we're talking about can apply. Because like I said, all of us in some area of our lives, we need to come up for air. And so I'm excited about taking this journey with all my guests that's going to be on what we're going to be talking about coming up for air in the various areas of life. Like I said, man, um, this has been this has been great being on with with my my brother Isaiah. And trust me, this is definitely not the last time, man. We got a lot of work to do, and uh, I love his heart and I love his spirit, man. He's he's definitely um, he's headed um, in the right direction. New Balance Podcast, show some love for Isaiah. Yes, sir. Yeah, this has been good, and um, please stay tuned for. Um, these episodes, um, we're going to be riding this for a little bit. Um, I do know in the month of May, we'll, we'll pause from this series because we, we have a big, um, we got a big um, surprise for you guys as it relates to mental health. You know, I, um, I have a mental health team that's partnered with me and we're really excited about what we, we have coming for you guys in the month of May. And uh, but as soon as mental health month is over, we're going to get right back into this series of um, coming up for air. And once again, give it up one more time for my homie, my main man, Isaiah. Yeah, man, this was great conversation. This is great conversation. So as we get out of here, as we always say, man, it's strength for today. Sustenance for tomorrow. It's your boy, H2O, your potential conditioner. We love you and we'll see you next episode. Peace.